here I am, Iron Man. Gonna save the day with a repulsor fan. So no one needs you to sing our introduction. We should play that again. We should never play that again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Happy Happy Halloween. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, uh, Happy Halloween. The first, the first, uh, the first annual salty ween. That's, that's right. That's that sounded dirty. I know. That sounded a little bad. <laughs> it was very close to salty peen. Yeah, it's like, like a salty, salty dick. <laughs> oh, um, which is funny because the show is starring a bunch of salty dicks. Pretty much. So pretty it, much. It works. <laughs> That's our shtick. Yeah, everybody Everybody went out Saturday night, though. I, I did not have any amazing stories or costumes. There you go. But there you go. Not, I'm going to do more tomorrow, too. Not the case for you? Uh, well, yeah, we, we went to a Halloween party yesterday. It was at the Cousins. And, uh, of course, uh, as we'll see on Twitter, I was dressed up as Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my wife and I are on the way there. And right by me, there's a, like a five-way intersection. Right, so it's just like you know, comes from both ways, crossing, and then there's like another fork there. So we're behind a car in the middle of the intersection is like this little old man, and he's just he looks out of it, and he's like in the middle, and he's like kind of trying to figure out where he's going. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, all right, I'm like, honey, I'm gonna get out and make sure he's all right, you know, because he just whatever. So I jump out of the car, full Iron Man costume, <laughs> mask, mask too. Mask is on, but it's it's up at the moment because uh, okay. I was like, because so visor like, visor up. <laughs> I don't want to, yeah, visor's up. I don't want to scare the crap out of this guy. So he's kind of, you know, moving up through the intersection. I'm like, I feel I can't watch this guy get hit by a car. So I run up to him, I put my hand on his back just to get his attention. I'm like, hey, sir, sir, are you okay? And he turns to me slowly. He's a very very old guy, okay. and uh, his eyes just bulge, and he goes, "What the hell are you supposed to be?" <laughs> <laughs> And without it, skipping a beat, I just said, it's okay, sir. I'm Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, this poor guy. And he's guy. like, what? And I was like, oh, we're going to a Halloween party. It's okay. I'm like, are you okay? Can we help you? And, uh, what you know, we're the hell are you supposed to, to be? Place, and we gave him a ride. <laughs> so, and my wife was dressed up as Minnie Mouse. And uh, I was Iron Man. And, Not uh, natural companion to... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> all Disney properties, all Disney properties, and uh, yeah, we just gave this guy a little ride to where he was, and he kissed my wife's hand goodbye. I was like, "Don't be fresh." Yeah, and uh, hey, hey, it. buddy, it was fun. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll never forget the face though of the what the hell are you supposed to be? <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome. Oh, I lost you again. No, don't lose oh, okay. me. Now I hear you. Okay. Don't lose me. There you go, Brian. You said you'd never let go. I know. No, I won't. I'll find you, Maggie. Except after this time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a, a random fun thing, and he ended up okay, so that was good. But I'll never forget the face. That's that's an amazing. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell are you supposed to be? Yeah, that's an amazing story. You also had a <laughs> you had a you had a banner evening on Twitter last night. Also, I I did. <laughs> uh, I went and looked at it right after I got your message. <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis uh, posted like, oh, if you have any, you know, if you're dressing up as a character that any of the creators have worked on, he's like, I speak for the entire comic book community, you know, post your pictures. And uh, I purposely took a, you know, stage picture of me ironing as Iron Man. And uh, I posted it with the, oh, the irony. And he liked it, retweeted it. And I got like 50 something. Way too many puns. Yeah, I know. Well, that's my thing. That's my thing. Iron Man, (laughs) ironing, irony. Come on, man. I know. There was the hat trick. That was the iron. That was, that was the pun hat trick. It was awesome. Oh, no. 
I wish I had some good stories like that this week, but I <laughs> I've, got, I've got nothing. I've got a hangover. That's that's all I have this week. There you go. Well, did you have fun uh, gaining the hangover last night at least? Yeah, kind of. It was like one of those things where I was at a party and <clears throat> I got to tell everybody there that my wife was pregnant and like. So oh. I was like, "Oh, so you're drinking tonight?" And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> immediately started just, crying. There you go. Did you funnel? No, but I, I was forced yeah. to take some shots that I really didn't need. Oh, uh, well, well, you never need them. Well, well that's yeah, not true. Plus, we were, playing, <laughs> we were playing beer pong, and me and my wife were paired together, so I had a drink for two. And one of the guys there turns to me and he goes, Bobby, you're drinking for three now. <laughs> three for myself, my wife, and the child. There you go. So, that's awesome. I definitely drank for three last night. You know, oh, as as okay. a 30-year-old who can't hold, hold his alcohol as well as he used to. And, and in all honesty, couldn't hold it very well to begin with. Uh, last night Fair. was a little difficult. Nice. Yeah, not going to lie. Uh, pretty much as soon as I put the costume on at 1 o'clock yesterday, I started day drinking. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm getting into character. I was those, like, that's those it. Those day hangovers, like. <laughs> yeah, they kick your ass. Brutal, man. Yeah, if, if our viewers could, or viewers, if our listeners could see you right now with your glass with resting on your, on your temple, on barely sitting up. <laughs> <laughs> I sound a lot better than I actually feel right now. That's that's yeah. what I'm and, and look, yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's that's all the time. I don't got to be hungover for that. <clears throat> nice. All right. Do you want to talk about speaking of things that made people cry? <laughs> do, you wanna, <laughs> do, you wanna, do you want to talk about the Walking Dead premiere? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, totally. I watched it with uh, my wife and one of her friends, and uh, it was. Uh, ve- did very well to honor issue 100. Okay. Uh, there was a lot, all of the Glenn stuff was like literally panel by panel. His eyeball fell out? Dude, you didn't see any of the footage? Nah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's worth watching the episode because not for nothing. It, it was a one of the most tense television episodes I've ever I seen. I eventually want to see that, just that clip. Just to see how far. Well, it's it. not just, um, can we spoil this? Can we talk about the whole scene? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, dude, I don't care. Okay. I, I read so, the book, of course, and apparently it's close enough, so yes, it's not yes, that big with, of a spoiler for me. But with quite a bit added uh, to it, um, if you remember, uh, the season finale ended, of course, with the infamous going to black, mm-hmm. and you don't see who he hits, and it goes, taking it like a champ, which, of course, is right from the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Abraham. Uh, yeah, okay. uh, and it was kind of interesting because... The entire group, as they were lined up on their knees, they're all they're all kind of skulked over a little bit and hunched, and you know they all just look broken. Except Abraham, who's just sitting straight up, looking Negan in the eye, being uh, all Abraham about it, basically, <laughs> basically being exactly Abraham. And I have to say, Michael Cudlitz has been a fantastic Abraham. The, the one-liners, everything—he's just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I've, I've from because I, I do read about it, even though I don't watch it yeah, anymore. Yeah. And a lot of what yeah. I read have said that like he's. He is definitely one of the, or was one of the bright spots of the show. Yeah. So naturally, kill him off as soon as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, Negan hits him on the head with the initial hit, and he straightens himself up. And I didn't catch this. Someone mentioned it maybe yesterday at the party I was at that uh, him and Sasha had had a relationship right before this happened. And uh, kind of their thing was to give each other the peace sign. And after that first hit, she's next to him. He kind of gives her a little peace sign. He straightens himself out, and he says, eat my Dick, <laughs> <laughs> right, just right to him, and he just then he just unloads and yeah. just totally takes him out. Um, so as that's as that's happening, uh, like it's just about you know he's just done with pretty much kicking the crap out of Abraham and killing him. 
uh, Daryl jumps up and punches Negan in the face, right? In this moment of like, <sighs> it was sort of like, what? And, you know, so all of a sudden, everyone, ta- all his guys tackle Daryl and they hold him down. He's like, remember I said that if any of you got out of that line, I would shut that shit down right away. You know, and you figure, oh, shit, he's going to, you know, maybe kill Daryl now. But no, at that point, then Glenn was in back of Negan and he just turns around and then hits Glenn and did the hit. And the eye was picking out and he's going, oh, man, it is very close. It was vicious. It was absolutely vicious. And he did the whole thing like, wow, man, you took a hell of a shot. Your eyes popping out. It's really fucking gross. He goes, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so he dropped the F-bomb? No, he didn't drop that. Uh, he's me. like this. Ah, kills me. Yeah, you know what? I agree. Before I saw the Negan performance, I was like, "How do you do Negan on television with the, every third word being an f bomb, right?" And have it still be Negan. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan killed it. And apparently, too, if you watch the Blu-rays, they filmed all of his scenes twice on the Blu-ray. They will have the profanity-laden Negan. So, if anyone wants to see that, but it was he did a fantastic job, and he's just you know, and he does the hit on Glenn. And he's right there, you know, looking at Maggie. Maggie's freaking out, and it's happening, and then he just completely unloads. And even to the point where you see the scene where, I don't remember the comic, where he's just stomach down, and the hand is kind of moving a little bit, and the head is just me, chopped me. You know, yeah, it's I, don't, just I don't remember that part. The big yeah, thing, the big thing I remember is the eye, like the eyeball. Yeah. Like that, was, that was the one that really stuck with me. Yeah, <laughs> it did. And people, uh, we were talking about it yesterday, a lot, of, a lot of friends watched it, and a lot of people watched it. And, uh, people were like, it was really hard to get through. For a lot of people, like reading issue 100 was tough, and then seeing people who really haven't read the comic and just watched this, they were like, "This was brutal." Like it, it was, I've never seen anything like that. On See, the, with, the, with really... reading issue 100, I didn't have a problem just because by that point I was so desensitized. Like, if you looked yeah. at who was left from the original camp, yeah, it, it was you're constantly just like, "All right, when's the last of them going to get it?" Because yeah, it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. Well, Andrea's still around, but you know, she, but she was she wasn't there in the comic. She was back at uh, Alexandria, yeah, and of course not around in the show. Um, that's too. Well, we were talking about this yesterday. That's when this show. I I, I can agree with a lot of uh, the criticisms in the first few seasons as this thing got uh, maybe found its legs and the producer changes and all that. When they got rid of Andrea, is when this <laughs> show started getting a hell of a lot better, and that sucks. Because Andrea's great in the comic. She's, so uh, she's she's fantastic. She's one of the, the mainstays. Um, but yeah, she, the and I like the actress Lori Holden. But she uh, that what they did with the character and the directions they pushed her in, and it just really was just horrible. Her death was even lame. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything. I mean, it, everyone was happy to see her die. But you know, <laughs> so was, happy. Yeah, that was that uh, was and, the and last the, great moment for me in that show before I stopped watching. Yeah, and it was still even bad. I mean, because we're you know. She's just, you know, she's trying to get out of the binds, whatever, and then she just keeps looking at the guy. Like, just stop looking at him and get out of yeah. these dramatic turns. Oh, no, it's going to happen. The closest you know, they like, ever uh, came to giving her, like, a real Andrea moment. When she trapped the governor? Yeah. When she closes yeah. the door and there's, like, a dozen zombies on the other side, I was like, yeah. that's wow. that's the fucking Andrea I want. That's yeah. the one. And, like, we never got it again. It no. was one moment. And we never like, got Sniper Andrea. Nope. You know, we never got that. Sasha has filled that role. She's grown into that in the group, uh, Tyrese's sister. Um, but, uh, yeah, they just dropped the ball with that one. You know, I mean, certain characters and actors have, you know, grown well beyond the characters. Carol, obviously, is probably the best example of that. Mm. You know, Carol in the comic commits suicide <laughs> during, during the prison. She's kind of very much an afterthought character. Yeah. And the show, she's queen of the apocalypse. I mean, there's just <laughs> – she, she's, she's absolutely just, you know, uh, brutal. I mean, she's 
absolutely awesome. Old but, lady, uh, old lady Carol taking, yeah, taking care like, of the flowers. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Does some gardening. Yeah. Like so the other there. aspect that was added on to that scene that made it pretty crazy is so after Glenn and Abraham are now dead, right? Um, Rick still it, it, it does the scene where he's like, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, what was that? You know, like you're going to have to speak up. And um, in the comic, he just kind of kicks him around a little bit. And beats him. In this, he grabs him, drags him into the camper and they go drive away somewhere. And he brings him into this field uh, that is just all it's tons of fog. And he's sitting there with him and he, he's, he's just letting him know. He's like, I'm, I have to break you. And this is how it's going to work and all this shit. Uh, and eventually does. And he, when he comes back from this, he's still not quite broken. So then they grab Carl and they hold Carl down and they tell Rick, cut off his arm. Cut off his arm or I kill every single one of them right now. And Carl's like, uh, you know, do it, do it, dad. And, you know, and, he's fr- and, and at this point, Rick's now crying and he's just like, he just can't hold it. And then, <laughs> then Negan, Negan looks in his eyes and he's like, yeah, that's the look I was waiting for. And, like, you know, and uh, it, was, it was an emotional ride. It was really, really. Did he really cut his arm off? No, he didn't. He, he didn't cut the arm off. Uh, that that was to break to break Rick's final moment, and Rick, Rick couldn't do it, you know. And uh, you know, he, and he, but he had that look of absolute terror that Negan was trying to get in him. So that basically to say, well, you're my bitch now, you know. And uh, and and all the fan reactions to Negan uh, are all uh, very much, I think, with the comic thing, like, oh my god, we hate this guy, but we fucking love him. He's <laughs> He's hilarious. He's fun. You know, he's charming in this very weird way, and. Uh, Solid yeah. anti-hero. Very, uh, yeah. And certainly in the comic, I think they're pushing him in that way, without a doubt. I think he's going to be the mainstay. Very yeah, take over for Rick? Um, or be, yeah. I don't know that he'll lead everybody, but I think he's going to be a, a major player. I think they're going to kill Rick off before the end of the series, I think. I can't wait to find out in January. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I am almost, I, I actually might be picking it up soon because I'm almost done with uh, or caught up, I should say, on Saga. So, oh, are you, are you liking it? Oh, I fucking love it. Isn't it amazing? It's such it's, a good book. Yeah. So, it, it, so good. Yeah. God damn. And the fat will is just hilarious. <laughs> My spirit animal. He really is. Oh, man. <laughs> but you're not fat like that. Like if No, we, no, I'm not. But I could I could become that. <laughs> that's like, yeah, but that's not good. That means like so, somebody has to like murder your wife and any siblings you may have. Oh my and, god! And then you and then you're gonna eat yourself I, into. I think there's other reasons to gain weight, Bobby. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's that's what involve all that. If you yeah. want to be like a real spirit animal, you gotta you gotta do I, it to I, it. I, I hear you. I hear you. That's fair. Um, are you familiar with the name Uwe Boll, the guy who used to make video game movies? No. Oh, okay, then I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on this. I was gonna bring oh, it okay. to the table, but. Oh, okay. If you got nothing to say, then <clears throat> I got nobody to bounce off of. That's okay. Yeah, I don't know the name. Uh, what was he? What movies did he make? Uh, House of the Dead, Alone in the Dark, Blood Rain, uh, Dungeon Siege. Ah, okay, some of the newer ones. I was thinking like Mario Brothers. Oh no, 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 no! no. <laughs> like, he, he was he's this German director, and he made Postal. Um, his whole huh. thing was his movies were fucking terrible, and it was a pretty <laughs> overt. Uh, tax scam German tax scam like there, there was some kind of thing right. where if you made films in Germany for a certain budget you got like tax credits and he he got all these investors on board with the idea that like look when our movie bombs it was basically like real life the producers when our movie bombs Germany yeah. is going to pay us X amount of money and we're going to we're going to make a ton so you keep making these terrible movies with the same yeah. investors over and over but then uh, Germany closed the tax loophole 
So now yeah. he can't afford to make movies anymore. He's not doing yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> because nobody wants to invest in his shitty movies. Makes sense. So he's retired from, from that. Uh, do oh. you Are you okay with major Doctor Strange spoilers? And I mean major here. Uh, Something that we kind of knew already, but like super say, confirmed here. Dormammu related? Yeah. Okay. I've, I've suspected that Mads Mikkelsen's character is somehow tied to him or a human version of him or something like that. That's been my guess. You don't have to confirm it. But I, I thought that that's kind of seemed because Baron Mordo, uh, Ajita Lokafor's character, is one of Doctor Strange's. You said his name rivals. very well. <laughs> I can't pronounce. I see. I see it on posters yeah. and stuff, and I'm just like, yes, that guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I only know, know how to pronounce it well because of Doctor Strange. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Listen, we gotta so get there I, I'm sure that that character will probably betray him in the end. I think, you know, he's going to kind of be revealed as the inside man who betrayed the Ancient One and blah, 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 to, to something to that effect. Um, I hope it's not that predictable, but uh, so it'll be interesting. I, I felt Mads Mikkelsen's character was like, I've, I've never heard the name. The, the name they gave it begins with a K. I can even look it up in a second, but I've never heard that name in comics. So I'm not sure who that was. It's like I've been meaning to look it up and see if there is a direct title to Dormammu, but. There's a there's a direct title, Baron Mordo, but I don't think there is. Okay. If I remember, if I remember correctly, because I did look it up one time. Oh, okay. If I remember okay. correctly, there is there is no direct tie to Dorm- Dormammu then. Okay. Um, but all right. So do you want me to push ahead with this major spoiler or no? Okay. I'll hold. Okay. All, right. all right. I'm loving this. It I'm, is. I'm, it I'm, is I'm, Dormammu I'm for this related, movie. though. Yeah, I hear you. All right. God damn it. You're crushing my stories. I'm like, who's Uwe Boll? I don't want to know Dr. Strange spoilers. All right. Well, you know know how much I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we're all going to go on Saturday, and we're immediately going to record our thoughts in a bar. (laughs) I think that's a good idea. Right after we're done. Yeah. I can bring my laptop and do that on the go. Um, I'm just going to bring mine. I'm, I'm close enough where it's not a big deal. And I'll bring, I'll bring that and I'll bring my microphone. I'll, I'll set it on the, uh, multi-directional setting and we'll, we'll record ourselves oh okay for an hour getting drunk and talking about Doctor Strange and whatever the fuck else comes up I think that's a fair game I think that sounds fun <sighs> have you watched the Cloverfield movies I've seen the first one. Oh, Jesus I did, Christ Brian I've heard I know I'm killing you I'm sorry the second one I've heard is fantastic but I just haven't seen it yet uh, well there's gonna be a third one coming so I heard that I heard a third one's coming yeah uh, it's already it's already I think it finished filming but okay um they only just told people, okay, yeah, seriously, this is, this is Cloverfield. This is part of Clo- Why? <laughs> Halloween's over. Put your no, fucking... It's, it's tomorrow. Put your thing away. No. Put your Wait, th- what? <laughs> <laughs> my, my glowing tip. <laughs> I, I, I'm just trying to like, remember. I'm so fucking hungover. <laughs> I was trying to... My brain was like, the name of the thing, it glows, and Tony Stark's just... And I was like, just put your thing away. <laughs> Like, yeah, I was trying to say arc reactor. <laughs> I, yes. just, like, I couldn't get the fucking word. <laughs> just put your thing away, Brian. Stop it whipping is, it out. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie though. Too when I had the costume on, because it's, it's got the fake muscles, the boobs feel kind of nice. I was grabbing <laughs> a few times, and I was like, "Wow." Yeah. One of the, one <laughs> of the guys I, I was nice, at the party I have nice with rack. had a, had one of the fake muscle costumes for Captain America. Yeah. I don't think it works as much for Iron Man, obviously, because it's it's funny because my legs are my normal leg proportions. Uh, but then I just have this gigantic torso. The Iron Man ones should all be like plastic. None of them should be like. I agree. I look like Joe, but forgot leg day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe. <laughs> we miss you, Joe. Come back. 
but, 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 all right, never mind. Like, you're <laughs> really just fucking well, we, killing we, we, here. We, I, no, no, we can, we can still talk about Chlorfield. The, spo- the spoiler alert for this episode is going to look like every 30 seconds. <laughs> we're going to look like that fucking ADD. Okay, so question about Cloverfield. I, I didn't see the second one. Okay. It's the one of John Goodman and what? Yes. Is the premise of that that essentially these monsters have taken over the outside world now and there's... Is the monster, the big monster in that movie? No, it's a little weird. So I'd say about 90% of this movie, or the second Cloverfield movie, is like this weird psychological horror thing where like John Goodman has these two other people trapped in this like bomb shelter with him. Yeah. And... He taught. He's talking all this like conspiracy theory shit about like yeah. I don't know what happened up there, but like you can't breathe the air anymore, and like it's either the Russians or aliens or, or the Martians. That's what he says. It's either the Russians uh. or the Martians. <laughs> and uh, so he's a so he's a total prepper. He's yeah, a- like psycho, <laughs> like super psycho. And he's like, we have wow. no way of finding out which which one it is. We just gotta wait it out down here. So like two people with him, are like wow. how long we gotta wait for? He goes. I, I figure it'll be safe to breathe the air in about thirty years. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? So we're gonna stay out down here with your dumbass eating eating a set of house and yeah. Home. So so uh, so, so uh, they eventually find out the air really is not breathable because somebody knocks on the door and then dies at the doorstep, and they they wow. see this and they're like, oh fuck, okay, we really can't go outside. Yeah. Um. But they they kind of fashion together a. Uh, like a hazmat suit. Um, hazmat option. suit, and yeah. and they make this escape plan and everything like that, and they get out, and it's fucking aliens in, like, the last ten minutes of the movie. Like, aliens are, like, scouring the Earth, uh, War of the Worlds style, wow. burning everything to the ground. And, like, that's huh. that's basically the last ten minutes of the movie. But the, the monster's not part of it, unless the monster is later Loose. tied in, but they yeah. keep saying that they want these things to only be, like, loosely related based on, like, certain themes, and they don't want them to actually... Uh. Gotcha. Continuity. Gotcha. So it's like, oh, maybe that monster was like the first wave of their, you know, attack. Yeah, but they're or, like, no, or, <laughs> it's not our thing. Interesting. So, uh, interesting. I mean, look, that could change later. That's always one of those yeah. things you could, you could, because yeah. they never mentioned New York or anything that happened there. So Got it could it. have easily happened while they were in this bunker. And, yeah. you know, or that could be yeah. the reason that John Goodman opened the bunker. Like, anything. Yeah. It could be anything. Um, yeah. So John Goodman wasn't as crazy as they all thought then. Well, he also they found out while they were down there. See, this this, this movie was a fucking mess because they also yeah. found out while they were down there that he was a serial killer. <laughs> so they were like, "What the fuck are we?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> it was just funny because the whole time they were trying to get out of the bunker, and my wife turns yeah. to me and she goes, "If it's aliens, I'm fucking leaving." <laughs> and uh, what's her face? Uh, uh, the girl she played yeah. Rona Flowers. I can't remember her name. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Uh, yeah. She gets she gets out of the bunker and she sees the aliens and my wife just goes fuck this and she and she leaves. Her. And she goes why is it always going to be something stupid like aliens? That's it was a fine stupid. movie up until this point. That's high concept entertainment. Well, I, I mean, I agree with her. It felt very very thrown in at the end, like very very thrown in. Yeah, because like, you have this whole tone set of what's going on. Yeah. You know, um, it sounds like it tried to do almost like what Signs tried to do. Remember the Mel Gibson yeah. Night Shyamalan disaster? Yeah, um, I remember. Oh, I remember signs. And... Yeah, yeah. Um, like, because that has the bit of the psychological water kills thriller. us. Let's take over a planet that's eighty five percent water. I know, I know. Like, what happened to Shyamalan? That you know? 
Uh, I think yeah, that one uh, good one. That was it. There's, really. I think that was a that was a cocktail of, of yeah stuff that that everyone has one good it. idea. <laughs> What'd you say? I said everyone has one good idea in their life. So this is true. There was a there's an old saying. Um, I think it's in in music, but it you can apply it to anything. It says right. you have your entire life to write your first number one hit, and twelve months to write your second. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, fair. Yeah. That's what happens. Mm. Did you so see, I'm going to have to check that out now, then. Did you see Tron 2? <laughs> no, you didn't, did you? Parts. I oh, saw like, my God. I saw, like the first, I saw the first half. What are we doing here this week? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think we need to bounce topics off prior, maybe. <laughs> uh, no, well, I, like, I do enjoy the, the surprise element here. But, That's true. It's fun. Like, holy it's, fun. Shit. it's all the things that Brian hasn't seen. Because we, we used to do that. We used to shoot the topics back and forth before, but then... We ended up discussing it in our yeah. Facebook chat instead of when we got to the show. So when we got to the show, it was like, yeah, like I told you before. I'm trying to wing it a little bit more. Did you see John Wick? Oh, you motherfucker. I know, they're making a two and a three. Yeah, and they want the director of John Wick to, to do be Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, to do Deadpool. Yeah. Which, if you saw the first one, <laughs> listener, because my co-host here clearly fucking hasn't. No, you would know that's actually a pretty. I've heard it's fantastic choice. I've heard it's good. You should see it. Uh, uh, Theon Greyjoy is in it as a Russian mafia boss's son. Who is Theon Greyjoy? Ah, interesting. Yeah, pretty good job. Interesting. Yeah. Also, best use of a dog in a movie. Oh, I don't know. I heard the dog dies. The dog dies. (laughs) Yeah, I I have a tough time with that in movies. Like, if I see something like, you know, a home invasion and the pet gets killed. Isn't it amazing? Like, Like, you can watch all the people in the world die in a movie, feel not a thing. One dog dies, and and suddenly you're crying. Like it's the same thing when you're watching commercials and they and they show you those, those starving children in, in the world. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I kind of feel bad about that. <laughs> and, then, and, and then the ASP thing comes on with like hungry dogs and cats and I'm calling like, you're so you like, take it. You know, but. <laughs> yeah, like I Am Legend. Yeah. I watch I Am Legend. I, listen, all the people yeah. had helicopters dropping on their heads like regular yeah. people. And I was just like, wow, that, that looks like shit. Dude had to put down his dog at the end. And yeah. I was just like, oh, no. Like a dog, man. It's his only I friend. <laughs> I know. I know. That that was rough. That was rough. I saw that movie randomly one night. It just came on, and uh, I stuck with it the entire time. And I was like, okay, that was an enjoyable enough watch. I, I went to the theater for it. I actually, I really liked it until the end. <laughs> the end came. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this. There, there's a book. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, it's based on. A, yeah. Based so on have you read it? I haven't read the book. Okay. Do you know what the ending of the book is? Because it's definitely different. <laughs> oh, I don't. Go on. It's. Do you want me to tell you? Because like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, okay. yeah. So in the end of the book, um, there's no other girl. Like you know how he runs into that girl and her kid who has a little kid. Yeah. Don't they don't exist? Oh, the great. safe house that they find later doesn't exist. It really is just this one guy, this one scientist guy, wow. and his dog, and that's it. No one else. Um, huh. And in the end, what ends up happening is uh, the. They're, van- they're they're like very specifically vampires in the book. Um, yeah. They they find him where he's staying, and they drag him out of his home, and he finds out that they've become intelligent, and that they kind of went that way in the movie. Mm-hmm. Or that one guy, the one of them was intelligent. This, was this is like alpha. legitimately intel- language, and like they're communicating oh, wow. with him and everything. Huh. And they, he finds out that they've been telling monster stories of the man who will come and take you and perform experiments on you 
to try and change it. So he becomes like the monster the to the vampires. Wow. So that's his, his I am legend. He's the, that's his legend. His legend is of the, the legend of the guy who created these monsters and then tried to wipe them out. So he's like a he becomes like a myth to them. That would have been an infinitely better movie, right? But infinitely they, the, better. The, this this happens all the time with studios, though. They thought it was too depressing, so they were like, "No, we need we need a little." We need no, a it's a ending. cool fucking twist. Yeah, yeah. Why Hollywood is always compelled to wrap everything up in a perfect little yeah. bow and tie up all the loose yeah. ends for people, you know? Army of and Darkness. Like, did you did, did you see Army of Darkness? Of course. So you know the the. I said yes to that one. Yeah, no, that one. <laughs> well, that's because that movie is like thirty years old. So you were you were I in your prime movie watching age when the movie came out. Uh, so what was I going to say? All right. So you're familiar with the whole like F smart oh, ending, like Hail oh, yes. King Baby, and all that. Uh huh. Great. Oh, yeah. You know that's yeah. not the original ending of the movie. No. I have the collector's edition uh, version of this film that has the alternate. <laughs> ending on it oh and it, that yeah. ending that we're so familiar with only yeah. in america the really? rest of the world saw the other ending which was um they put him in a cave and cast a spell after he like helps them out yeah. to to make him sleep until the present day yeah. and he wakes up and he comes out of the cave and he slept for like 2,000 years too long, and the world is a wasteland in front of him. And he's got this like giant beard on, and he just goes, yeah. I slept too long! <laughs> and that should have been the ending! <laughs> it, was, it was, for the rest of the world. Yeah, but Hollywood but... is like, this is too depressing, like, we need, we need, a, a, we need a better whiz-bang ending. So we got, we got Hail to the King, baby. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's our ending, but yeah, I like that a hell of a lot better. Yeah. It's a Hollywood thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, wow, I'm disappointed. But isn't that I mean, like so much more ash to like, to yeah, fuck up? That's exactly. Like, have everything go perfectly right and yeah. still fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. Super true character. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. There, there's a few that, a few movies that have had uh, extra footage or little things that you don't know why they cut out a little bit. Uh, Aliens comes to mind. Fantastic, awesome deleted scenes in the movie Aliens. And uh, maybe they were just cut out for time. Uh, but I love all of them. They're fantastic. The, the automatic guns in the hallway and that whole yeah. thing. Uh, seeing the initial fall of the... Uh, what was the name of it? LV-426? And the and the, the whole city there and whatnot. That was, was good. That was part yeah, of it? Yeah, I don't know why. LV-426 was... No, I'm there. saying that was, that was part of it? Seeing the... Yeah, you see that in the extra deleted scenes. You haven't seen any of No, I've never seen any of the scenes. Oh, it's cool. So one of the, the, the it opens up on the planet with Newt's parents finding the derelict spaceship the father comes back with the face hugger on the face and, and that is how and then then they show a little bit of it it's all and down there from how, there baby <laughs> exactly uh there's a great scene uh, there's more stuff on earth with um ripley as well uh her talking to her daughter uh, or finding out that her daughter died um, you know, she tries to contact her and then she now sees a picture of what the daughter looks like and she, she was old and dead. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, one of the cooler scenes was when, do you remember uh, toward the end of the movie when they were all kind of holed up in that one area and they're like, you know, they keep hearing the bleep, bleep. And it's like, that's in, that's in the room. It's impossible. Where are they? And they were up in the ceiling and then they couldn't know. So prior to that scene, when they were kind of hold up, held up there, they had these uh, sentry guns that were just badass. They were like those, the big guns that Vasquez had, yeah. but they were on these automatic turrets and they set them up like in a perimeter all around them. And they like, uh, there was just these great scenes of there's like floods of aliens coming down the hall, 
you know, like, you know, on the ceiling, on the sides of the walls, and they're all flooding, and they're just getting decimated by these guns. That's cool. And they just keep cut, they just keep cutting, keep coming, keep coming, and they're mowing them down. And they're watching the ammo count go down, and the blue, you know, the blue dots are still coming on the radar, and they're like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the guns eventually overheat and run or run out of ammo and whatnot. And everything. But it was a really cool scene. There's a lot of little things like that. That is cool. But, uh, do they yeah. do they show like see when I, when you tell me a scene like that I'm thinking aliens like do they yeah. show like pools of blood just like eating through the oh, floor yeah. and shit oh, because awesome. as they're getting like you know one gets shot and then all the acid dumps on the rest of them and you know it's it's pretty bad that's super cool <laughs> why'd yeah, you cut was, that don't cut that yeah it was, just a, great, that. It was just a great scene the machine gun going did you, did yeah. you see that uh, they're gonna do a, a crossover comic aliens with uh, uh, Star Trek uh, the next generation I did that's interesting yeah. Yeah, they've done some fun crossover. They did a Green Lantern Corps in Star Trek the next Star generation. Trek's done a lot of shit. They've crossed yeah. over with a lot of stuff. They've yeah. crossed over with X-Men. They've crossed over with Doctor yeah. Who. They've crossed over with, uh, uh, yeah, you said Green Lantern. Uh, uh, fuck. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to remember it. DC, uh, Superhero Team, Outer Space. Uh, um, Legion of Superheroes. Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, they, they yes. crossed over with them. That's right. Phil Jimenez drew that, if memory serves. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. There's, we should do like a whole episode on like weird ass crossovers one day. Yeah, Have, oh, like, I've, I've read the aliens, uh, aliens versus Green Lantern. Have you ever read that? No, that's that. One, it's like hilariously bad because the aliens should yeah. get the floor wiped with them. Yeah, uh, get the but uh, you know they come up with some convoluted Wait, uh, reason why why it was Kyle Rayner. The, uh, the acid is yellow. Green Lantern. <laughs> no. With, no, yeah. he's like his. He didn't recharge his ring properly and some shit. So he's with like a whole core of Green Lanterns who like don't have working rings. Like they really went out of their way to make it not. It's like then you could have just given us anyone Robert, until that's right. You know, <laughs> there's, well, there's Batman versus aliens. There's Batman versus Predator. Batman. If I remember right, too. yeah, Batman versus Predator was badass. Uh, that was really well done. Um, yeah, we, sh- know, we should do. Uh, there was Superman versus aliens. We should wow. do weird. We should do weird ass crossovers. Yeah. Oh, I love crossovers. Like, love we're crossovers. just going to be like Googling Dark Horse all week. I know. <laughs> we Pretty much. They're, they're the kings of that. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Dark Horse real quick for having this, uh, I don't want to say niche comic company, but they have been around now for a very long time, comfortably in the number three, number four slot of market share, yep. and uh, have continually had a successful business model and have made some damn good comics for a long time from Hellboy to don't know a bunch how. of other properties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, but they uh they they're still they're still there, you know. Still chugging. Yeah, before Image Comics showed up, they were the solid three, you know, but uh Image is starting to even bite into DC's and Marvel's numbers uh, uh, quite a bit. Which is really it shouldn't surprise anyone. <laughs> There's yeah. so many complaints about what's going on in the mainstream series yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean DC's probably doing a little bit better in their comics right now, sales wise and I think uh in, in some story quality. Um, you know, Marvel's a bit I just don't know uh, with <laughs> Civil War Two and you know I, I don't enjoy it. I don't it's like weird with Civil on. War Two to me because I, I don't know. I didn't look. I haven't read it. I, I probably won't. I'm not reading it either. Issue. I know. I know everyone who dies, but uh, I'll probably yeah. I'll probably scrub through the story when the last issue comes out. But yeah, it, it started out the, with yeah. people saying, "Against all odds, this is actually pretty good." Yeah, and it slowly devolved into everybody going, "What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> well, part of it too is the book has been severely delayed multiple times. Uh, then Bendis requested to have an additional issue to tie it up. He then said, "Oh, I'm changing the ending." 
and then it got delayed more. And now all of these comics of that were supposed to happen after are now out and revealing things that happened in Civil War because, you know, whatever. Uh, you find out Tony Stark's fate, uh, all, all this. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's interesting to – Bendis, that's why. Yeah, you know the it's very weird. We touched on this last week and talking about some of the delays that happened with Image Comics, and you know what? Yes, we want to give creators an opportunity to tell the best story possible. Um, but you know what? I have deadlines at work. <laughs> 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 you have deadlines at work. Yeah. Uh, like if I'm know? if I'm at work and they say, "Hey, uh, the thing you're working on it's going to be 30 seconds long and it's due on Friday." I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't go to them and be like, "Here's 45 seconds. I'm going to give it to you on Monday." <laughs> like it's yeah, not, no, that's not how it, it fucking works. No, but you know, yeah, you, you see that, and it's just like, eh. you know, it's like it takes all the interest out of it. It takes all my interest out of it. You know, when you have that much of a delay, you're like, I don't even remember what happened last issue. You know, most comic readers read more than one comic. You know, if you read like I read probably like seven, eight a month. <laughs> not <books>. me, baby. <laughs> yes, yeah, you know. So it, it's you, you come back and you're like, oh, I don't really remember where we are, I'll make it a little fresher and the, you know, it takes you out of it. Yeah. That's a fucking bummer. So yeah. In, in conclusion, mm. fuck Bendis. Yeah. Although, you know, not, not for nothing. Happy about the likes and the retweets. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope we can parlay that into some, some podcast popularity. That'd be nice. Let's do it. I'll be the front man. Did you I'll get new it. followers from that or was it just likes and retweets? Uh, a few. It happens. I've, 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 I just I, I rarely the people that follow me on Twitter I don't know why they follow me because I don't really post much like I, I just kind of like I'll tag I, it's mostly just interacting with you know, writers and <clears throat> agreed oh <laughs> uh, that was good so I don't know how this is possible but apparently fans are already complaining about Rogue One because the story is too predictable. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I haven't heard that. How do they know the story? That's that's exactly like, they're like, well, we know how it's going to end. <laughs> I'm like, but you kind of don't. So does every movie about World War II, but you watch yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> like that you didn't know? stop me from watching Saving Private Ryan. You know they yeah. saved Private Ryan because the movie's called yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. It's about the journey. It is. But like so Gareth the Edwards, the director who we discussed at length last week. Yes. This poor son of a bitch came out and he was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, you do know the ending, but like, you know, I I had to write this story and I had to reverse engineer it. Normally, someone comes up with a story and they're like, "Fuck, yeah. how do I end it?" I had I had to come up with an I had an ending handed to me. I had to figure out how do I get to that ending? How do I begin this? Huh? I'd imagine that would be an interesting dilemma. Yeah, and he, he basically know? said he's like, "Look, I, I know you think you got it figured out, but trust me, you, you really don't." And I kind of believe yeah. him because he has this As do I. slow, As do I. measured way of telling a story that is just. It's not yes. typical. Very, very. Well, there's a lot of little. New, there's there's some new stuff in this movie that we kind of haven't seen. I think uh, Donnie Yen's character uh, is interesting. So you kind of have like this Jedi ze- ze- uh, zealot who believes in their philosophies. Uh, whether he's force sensitive or not, we haven't seen. Maybe he is. We'll see that. Oh, well, we're gonna see when Darth Vader <sighs> chops his ass down. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. Put that thing away. <laughs> god. I know. Oh, I just want to see Donnie Yen versus Darth Vader. So, so bad. So bad. <laughs> I know Donnie will have to die, but he does. Uh, or sure he narrowly, does. narrowly escape. Only yeah, to die then, in Rogue Two. But, yeah, right, Rogue Two. <laughs> Rogue Two is going to happen. I, I feel confident about that. Or something like maybe you don't call it Rogue Two. I, I um, think I think that Rogue One is going to do a little bit better than than Disney expects. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't want to say like it's going to make the 1.5 billion or whatever it is that that Force Awakens made, but yeah. I do think it's going to do a little bit better than they're banking on. I think so. I think they're just kind of like, all right, let's kind of wait and see how it does. It's going to they're going to easily make their money back. I think that that goes without saying. Star Wars fans are too passionate. I'm terrified of living in a world where this movie doesn't do well, and yeah. all we get are prequels to characters that we know very well. From like the original, like all we'll get is like the Han Solo yeah. prequel, the Boba Fett prequel, the yeah. Say, the Dark like if there's a story there, <laughs> cool. But like you kind of know Han Solo's origin. Yeah. You don't have to. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we don't need to know uh, the details of the story without knowing that this is probably someone who grew up on their own. Yep. Uh, we'll you know, the, got oh, into oh, this prequel. lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, you know, there will be a um, lot of campfires on that, <laughs> that yeah. prequel. A lot, yeah. a lot of roasting weenies. So we talking about how he likes them burnt. <laughs> <laughs> you know um yeah i don't i don't need a, the han solo movie you know per se maybe there's a cool boba fett story because not for nothing we haven't had a cool boba fett story in the movies fact you know uh so maybe seeing him uh as the badass that we all assume he is would be like okay who should know, play cool. boba fett doesn't matter <laughs> i don't think it, it doesn't i don't think it matters it does Just because get- if it's a hollywood star you know they're gonna, they're gonna want the helmet off like half the movie but you can't because he has, he looks very specific. He would have to look exactly like the ar- actor from uh, Django Fett, the guy who played Django Fett. He would have to look like him because Boba Fett is his clone son to look exactly like him. Or an actor that looks a lot like that. I don't know that you have to. Well, they all look alike. All the stormtroopers look alike. All of the, the you know, his – Boba Fett is the clone of Django Fett. He had him made as, a per, as, a, as an exact copy of him to be his son, you know. So yeah. he would have to look like him. But yeah. if they give the role to Will Smith, and Will Smith is like, I'm not wearing that fucking helmet for 90 minutes. <laughs> Lift your head, Brian. It's okay. Uh, then uh, yeah, then he's not wearing that helmet for 90 minutes. He might wear it for 10. Probably not. I just don't think that's going to happen. He's mostly going to carry it around <sighs> under his arm. Uh, I don't want to live in that it world. It could happen. I, it could, but I don't want to live in that world. Who could do it? Come on, give me somebody. <laughs> Who could play Boba Fett? Hmm. Because we live in a world where somebody else is playing Han Solo. So, like, <laughs> Keith, Keith Urban. Ooh. Ooh. Brian knocks it out of the park. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. I like that one. Are you sure you don't mean Carl Urban? <laughs> 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 that was awesome. Yes, Carl Urban. No, Keith Urban. That's, uh, it's a lot. Keith Urban is a country singer. <laughs> Put the cowboy hat on top of the bow. <laughs> he wears uh, a big bolo necktie. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yes, Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Uh, okay. Uh, but you know who I meant. On the Hopefully mulligan, the Brian Knox. Yes. <laughs> now I'm mixing my sports my sports sayings together, but still. There you go. There that you was go. funny. I could, I'd could, i be very happy with that cast. I was thinking about it because like at first I was like, yeah, Keith Urban. And I started thinking about it for like a couple seconds longer than I needed to. <laughs> and I was like, mm, that's not right, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if someone can do a Photoshop of that and put it on our Twitter or Facebook, we'll totally uh, – So I'm going to do a Photoshop of that and <laughs> yeah. put it on our Twitter or Facebook. That'll be the thing that goes viral and gets us a billion followers. Yeah. That'll be the one. Right. 
Uh, Keith Urban. As I, <laughs> I wish I knew anything about a Keith Urban song right now. I know. So I could kind of do that in time, but I just don't. <laughs> no, I know nothing. I know. Isn't he? He's married to Nicole Kidman, right? Maybe. I don't know. I have an irash- a completely irrational hatred of Nicole Kidman. To the Google. It is very irrational. I found that out when we were talking about Wonder Woman. Yeah. We were saying yeah. that uh, she got replaced by, by uh, Robin Wright. Which I was very happy about. And you were like, fuck Nicole Kidman. I hope she dies in a dumpster fire. I was like, what? <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Just touched on some yeah. sensitive yeah. shit right here. Not like, well, it, uh, if you've seen her in one of her first films, BMX Bandits. <laughs> um, you might, yeah. No oh, one's yeah. seen that movie it, except for An you. Australian movie uh, called BMX Bandits. And it's her and these two other guys. And, well, they're BMX Bandits. And yeah, he's uh, so this kind of set the tone for me. And I really just don't like her. I don't. I don't like her. That's oh your, God! That's your bubble fan. That's him. Right he's there, so baby. Douchey. He's so douchey looking. He's super douchey looking. Well, I mean, he's uh, married to Nicole Kidman, so obviously. Yeah, well, that all that, that, that's good because of each other. No offense to Nicole Kidman and or Keith Urban fans. No offense um, to the fans. Just, just yeah, offense exactly. to the people themselves. Yeah. Yeah. For whatever reason. Oh yeah. So what about BMX Bandits? Oh, horrible movie. So horrible I movie. hate Nicole Kidman. <laughs> because whenever I see her, I see her circa BMX bandits. And it just, I don't, I don't like her. I don't, there's something about her look too, you know, and it just Is irks it me. Botox? Maybe. But even before that, I've never found her uh, attractive really on any level. You know, and there was a little period there where people were like, oh, Nicole Kidman. I was like, no, no. <laughs> I don't well, know, people, you know? Like, like, do you, don't you find her attractive? It's like, eh! <laughs> <laughs> now that I know that's <laughs> me, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it anymore. <laughs> uh, it's my, my, a couple of guys I work with make me do it all the time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's actually not me. That's my friend Bobby. <laughs> uh, that's so right. I told my, my wife about it. She got a good chuckle. Nice. <laughs> I was like, this is thing. And then I made the sound and she was like... <laughs> <laughs> like one of those polite I don't want to laugh too hard out loud things so yeah. like, oh. right. oh, nice, that's nice. fair there you go. I'll take it on the chin I got, I got a thick skin I can do that uh, you never played you, you never play Titanfall because you only play like three games in your entire life uh, no I played more than three games in my entire life but Titanfall wasn't one of them no that, that wasn't one of them the you're se- making a sequel the sequel is on track to to not sell very well really why uh, they, no one. There's no explanation in what I read, but yeah. I, I could venture a guess and say they shot themselves in the foot by making the first one Xbox 360 exclusive right as we were going into a new generation of systems. So you come out with a new game called Titanfall 2, and people are like, well, I never played the first one. So they're not going to play the second. <laughs> like, why are you staring at me? Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that... that I, was just, I, was, I was seeing if you were going to talk about my record. I don't want to talk about your thing anymore. <laughs> oh, I went out. There you go. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> way. The, uh, I, the first one looked intriguing. I'm a sucker for mechs. Yes. They, uh, get, you know, because that'd be great. Um, I have the first one. I own it, and I never played it. Ever, ever? No. Like, never turned it on? Nope. Wow. Because, I oh, here, I take that back. I did turn it on. Okay. With the intention of playing it. But what Maybe. happened was, <laughs> I got it right after I canceled my Xbox Live Gold account. Uh, and you could only play it with online uh, with online connected. And I was like, uh, I'm not renewing this fucking account just, just to play this, this one game. Like it's just it's never gonna happen. Uh, I feel terrible because yeah. my brother knows about this now and he bought it for me as a gift. 
<laughs> and I'm just like, I'm sorry. It's like, I met, I really wanted to play it. I just didn't. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, you can't play. There's not enough time to see all the movies and play all the games. No, there's not. It's getting worse. <laughs> I know that bubble's gonna burst. The, the last thing I got. Yeah. Because I don't think we're doing the. Uh, the Justice League giant monster thing. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. No. <laughs> um, last thing I yeah. got. So uh, one of the producers of the teenage, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, the the yeah. shitty ones. Yeah. Was doing an interview recently, mm-hmm. and in the interview he said, "You know, I can't quite figure out why the second one didn't do better at the box office." <laughs> He can't figure it out? (laughs) This guy is fucking baffled about why the sequel to a movie that nobody really liked, that was reviewed as basically the same as the first one, didn't do well at the box office. He can't figure it out for the life of him. I will say this. Of course, I didn't see it. The... Uh, the Rocksteady, Bebop, and uh, I forget the Krang. Krang. Looked good. Yeah. In the trailer, I was like, wow, they look like they're yeah. the comic That made me want to there. see it, but there were so many other good movies yeah. and movies that were bad and good Yeah, that it was very easy for me to say, ah, that one can wait. Yeah. Seeing the Ninja Turtle hit the plane as it was mid-flight oh, that, and, that one bothered and, me. And, and just be like, you know, oh, slide down and that cliche joke. Yep. Um, horrible. Because yep. he'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be a turtle. He'd be a turtle stain. You know, all over the front of that plane. I was like, wow, that was weird. He was protected, he was protected <laughs> by his shell, damn it. I know. Well, he landed belly first. And he's super strong. He's got the proportional strength of a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very strong, though. That's not... <laughs> It'd be great if they were really slow ninjas. Well, that was the original the original plan, wasn't it? Really? I, no, you, I you see, You've definitely seen the concept art of what they were supposed to look like. In the movies? No, in the, in the comics. No, I mean, like... Uh, original Eastman and Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. You've never seen that. I gotta find it. It's it's not hard to find. I'm I'll, sure show, I I'll show it to you right now. Greg actually enlightened me as to the uh, Daredevil connection with Teenage Mutant <laughs> yeah. Ninja Turtles. I didn't know He's about totally that. I was like, oh wow, it, okay. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a nice little nod. Which, of course, if uh, anyone listening doesn't know about that, that is uh, the, story the same. Material that blinded and gave Daredevil his powers seeps down into the sewers and is what changed the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It is the same ooze. That's right. How come they didn't go blind and then become blind turtles? I have seen this. Oh, okay. That's funny. So you've seen it. I have seen yeah, it. I, yes. I figured because I'm like that's kind of like, like they look more like this. actual turtles. Yeah. Yeah. Like, could you imagine if that's what we got? Like, I don't know right. how to describe. I don't even know how to describe it to the people who are listening right now because they can't yeah. see it. <laughs> It looks less like an anthropomorphic turtle and more of just a turtle just standing up. <laughs> standing on its hind legs. Standing on its hind legs with, you know, the bandanas and – or the masks, not bandanas. Because really. I can't imagine those things moving quickly. No. They, they were definitely no. not designed to be, like, fast-moving ninjas. Flipping. Can you, can you see even climbing a rope? I just love yeah. how, like, <laughs> to this day, Eastman and Laird are both, like – stunned that it took off in popularity. They're yeah. just like, wait, you guys actually like this? This was a joke for us. Like, we weren't serious. Yeah, yeah they're like, let's throw together four words. <laughs> you know? And that was that. That is something. I'm looking wow. at some of these, like, alternate designs that, like, fans come up with and stuff like that. These things are good. Yeah, some of them are fantastic. Man. There was a... Oh, I had found... I don't think it's up anymore. There was a site. Uh, artist Chris Anka got noticed on this site. 
for his redesigns, which is how he ended up working for Marvel. There was a site dedicated to just uh, superhero and pop culture redesigns. So people would post their, you know, version of whomever. Uh, and they were pretty good. Some of them are pretty good. That's the and thing. So, that's, see, that's the thing. You just said some of them are pretty good. Oh, yeah. So I would some. get so sick of that site so fast where people's like, bullshit. Yeah. I came up with a steampunk version of fucking, uh, uh, you know, Superman. Check out my steampunk Superman. No, yeah. fuck your steampunk Superman. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care that you, got, you drew Spider-Man wearing a top hat and a monocle. It doesn't do anything for me. I don't like steampunk as well. <sighs> It, it's kind of I, I don't uh, get the appeal, for, and it's no shit against it. Some of the visuals look cool to me, um, but yeah, that, like that wouldn't work with everything. for me. Like it has to be done well. You can't just do it because you like the aesthetic, because then you're yeah. just like then there's it doesn't serve a purpose. Yeah, it like, needs to be more of a culture. That's exactly it. Like like yeah. my my I don't have a lot of like steampunk things that I would say I like. I I mean I yeah. could probably lose a few fingers and still count on one hand. You know, yeah. the number of things, but like, you never really watched any anime, but Trigun is a phenomenal steampunk story. Oh, I didn't realize that was that genre. I'm familiar with it, but I didn't realize that was steampunk. What, uh, Trigun? Yeah. Very, very much steampunk. Like, ah. they're in outer space on an alien planet, and they crash on this desert world, and they just have to, like, build a western town there. Huh. And, like, they, they just gotta live in this desert. And there's all this like advanced steam power technology there because they're stranded. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And it's a very, very wild west scenario. Okay. Interesting. I did see um Steam Boy. Steam Boy. I never heard of Is that. Is that what it was? It was um I believe it was the same people who had done Akira. I don't know if that's what it was called, but it was a it was an anime that did very well. It was a full length movie. Um You're not talking about Astro Boy, are you? No, no, I know who Astro Boy is. He's a he has a butt gun. He's awesome. Um, he does. He has a gun that comes out of his butt. What more do you need to know? Come for the butt gun. They call it the story gun. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Uh, oh, what was the name of that? Don't movie? play. Don't don't play cornhole with with Astro Boy. <laughs> no, he'll always win. That is not, he'll always win. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 that's not a game you want to play with that boy. No, no. Um, let's see. I'm trying to. Narrow down the Are you Googling animal? butt gun? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I see you typing away there. And I, don't, I don't know what's happening. Uh, Steam Boy? Was that? Yeah, Steam Boy. That was the name of the movie. Right. Uh, and it was uh, 2004. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It takes place in 1860s Britain. Ooh. Ooh. Me, I'm anime in Britain. I knew. <laughs> takes us 40 uh, minutes just to drink this cup of tea. Yeah. Okay. So here, here, here's the elevator pitch. <laughs> 1960s Britain boy. Inventor finds himself caught in the middle of a deadly conflict over revolutionary advance and steam powers. That, That's it. Was it good? Um, yeah. It gets phenomenal. I, I enjoyed it. I wanted you to say no. <laughs> like the, something, something deep inside just wanted you to be like, yeah. go, go on and on about this movie and be like, no, it's kind yeah. of shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, that's the here the, the director of Akira is the one who did this. Okay. Yeah. So, and Akira is good. Is the um, is the animation on the same level? Oh yeah. Okay. It was very good. Isn't it amazing that Akira to this day the animation uh, is still fucking timeless? Still leaps and bounds above like yeah, most just about stuff. everything else. Yeah, yeah it, it's just so damn good. But I haven't watched it in forever. I don't even do I have it handy. I had this really nice collector's edition like metal case. Uh, DVD of it. Akira? A while ago. Yeah. I got the same one. 
Oh, nice. You guys got the toe on the front? Yep. 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 That's it. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was good. Yeah, I, I, got, watched, I, think it's, it. I think it's back there. Actually, it might be at my mom's. I might, I might have never taken it back. Huh. Yeah. Another uh, a good story with a good, good, not happy ending bow. It's it's it almost, uh, yeah, it leaves a little bit of ambivalence to it because you're like, what just happened? Did you ever you read know? the book? Like, no. If you ever read the book, you'd be stunned at how different it is. Really? Yeah, because the book, they condensed like, I think it's eight massive volumes like 300 plus page volumes into a two hour movie. And they did the best they could. I really, I do believe yeah. that. Um, yeah. but like wildly different. Really? Fucking what? Like Akira is an actual person that, that gets resurrected in the, in the book. Cause in the movie you find out that Akira was that, that kid yeah, and that he, he had he created that. His parts are in the tubes. Yeah. And the, the parts are what affect Tetsuo. Yeah. But in the, in the book, he's an actual kid that Tetsuo breaks free. Wow. And let's loose upon the world. Oh, so then uh, Tetsuo doesn't become uh, the monster himself in the comic? Or in the manga, rather? Where he, he were all the stuff, you know, the turning into the giant flesh monster. I'm trying to remember the, if, that, if he actually The, the mechanical that. arm and all that stuff. The mechanical the Todd, arm happens. I have the Todd McFarlane of that. I gotta look. I gotta, I'll it's to really look nice. Because I don't remember. But huh. it's very like that gang that they're having that that street war with in like the very opening of the movie plays yeah. a massive part in the story, huh. um, like in the massive in the big volumes. Interesting. Like the manga, yeah. It's huh. it's it's a totally different story. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Because the movie on its own uh, stands perfectly fine, but yeah. that's key definitely parts. An key parts are the same, but yeah, they they definitely changed a lot to like, make it fit in a two hour runtime. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it sucks that sometimes it has to be done. Yeah. You know, uh, Watchmen's a good example of that. Where they, you know, condensed as much as they could. It had some good stuff to it, but I don't understand some of the things that changed in the movie. Um, also, Zack Snyder. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't care for. I, I was annoyed yeah. that I forgot his name. What's the uh, Azumandias' cat? Oh, uh, uh, Bubasta. Man, you're fucking steel trap. <laughs> still trap. Yeah. yeah, but uh, he just randomly showed up at the end and like took away yeah. all the weight of of the death. Um, yeah, it was just it literally yeah. just showed up to die. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was um, just, why does this guy have a massive purple cat now? Like, I just didn't. Yeah, didn't we're like oh, that just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I thought the Mars stuff was fantastic. The Mars stuff was looked, probably the highlight of the film. Uh, the opening credits also were fantastic. I like the Mars yeah, stuff. The better. montage. <laughs> What's that? I like the I Mars stuff. You didn't like that opening montage? Showing the Minutemen and all the history? I, I liked the Mars, the Mars stuff. Was better. Yeah. The Mars stuff was pretty epic to watch. Um, the whole uh, Dr. Manhattan being born, I thought was done well. Uh, so yeah. that was good. Uh, <laughs> there was nothing like sitting in the theater and seeing like a 30-foot blue, big blue cock just yeah, yeah. floating in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> right. thank, thank God 3D wasn't a huge thing. Back <laughs> oh, could you imagine? <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> What are the odds we get a 3D re-release and we see that bad boy flopping around? (laughs) It's kind of like, you know, in the old 3D movies where all the stuff is very telegraphed. You're like, here, here's this pen. (laughs) You know, and you're like, wow, it's it's right in my face. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. He's in there gyrating his fucking hips. He's like, yeah. Poppy bad boy going. Let's do it. Uh, Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) I would, I think I would pay, like, look, 
I'd be very happy as a straight male. <laughs> I love my wife. But I'd pay money to see that blue But pie. I would pay for that 3D <laughs> ticket to see that big blue CGI dick just floating around in front of Dr. Manhattan. Warner, uh, Warner, I know you're having money issues right now. <laughs> I, think, I, I think I figured out the, the, the solution, at least Watching for the short 3D, term. 3D, the blue dick edition. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I mean that's right, their thing these days is, is, it is. remastered. It is. the darker so. edited version. I mean, you know, come on. I would love it if they came out with that and the only parts that were actually in 3D <laughs> <laughs> just the dick. Just the dick and burrito. <laughs> Everything else just stays the same. And like a little icon comes in the bottom right corner of the screen. It's like, put your 3D glasses on now. Because <laughs> his dick is coming up. <laughs> oh, that's great. That used to happen. That would happen in like TV. Do you remember those events? They don't do yeah. that anymore. They'd be like, this episode is in 3D. Get your 3D glasses by buying a box of Lucky Charms. And then like, yeah. wait I for this symbol in the bottom right corner. Eh, I remember being a little kid and going to uh, the local 7-Eleven because they were the participating place to get the 3D glasses to watch um, Creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D on television, on Channel 11. Nice. So, so they would do that. They'd have, like, you know, these old monster films and they'd make them 3D. And then you'd go to, like, participating places and then get the glasses there and then watch it. I just love that shit. <sighs> I yeah. hated it because I never got, never got the glasses. So <laughs> I would just be sitting there. All of a sudden, the screen would turn green. I'd be like, "What the fuck? Like, what's the, the thing? The colors? Yeah. The, why? Why? Know. Why are they? Not, why am I seeing three of everything? Yeah. If I could go back in time, I put those glasses on right away and just go like, "Oh, Lonzi." <laughs> but <laughs> all right, that was that was cool. That was fun. I had a good day. I had a good morning. I started out with a hangover, but I think I, I talked it away. I'm feeling a little nice, better good. now. Nice. You know what'll make. You feel better, dear listener. If you're not doing it already, following us on Twitter at SaltyPod, you're going to see uh, our, our Keith Urban uh, <laughs> Bubba Fett Photoshop, as well as Brian's Halloween costume, which he he donned for this. Put that thing away, which he donned for the entirety of this podcast. Uh, and you're going to see a couple of things that we can uh, that we randomly tweet throughout the week. I don't know what. It's kind of slowed could, down a little bit, but shit happens. That's life. Could you play maybe the music bed of uh, Black Sabbath, I Am Iron Man at the beginning of this podcast? No, because I don't want to get sued by Black Sabbath. Music bed, not the lyrics. No. You wouldn't get sued if you used the music bed. I don't think that's how it works. I think it you, is. I think, it's the lyrics. I think it's you the and Greg both need to go to copyright school together. Hmm. <laughs> that's possible. Um, um, Facebook. We're awfully salty. You can subscribe on <laughs> on iTunes and on Google Play and on Stitcher. And uh, you can also mail us a check or money order to P.O. Box 9999 <laughs> in uh, Baker Street, <laughs> Westchester, Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Brian is Iron Man. Uh, I am Iron Man.